0: wasn't working nothing worked the cops came they coughed me they took me away they put me to jail and um and we're back all right so welcome back to the fail academy podcast episode two catch me if you can jb's crime spree how did it start How did it start and what caused it? What was the catalyst? Because I had never stole anything prior to that. Karma was my moral compass and I lived by it. I respected it. I understood it. I valued it. Then I abandoned it. So what happened? How did it happen? There was a couple of things. There was definitely three things that took place that that sent it into the stratosphere. And we'll get to that how did it start it started i was in marin county so i had taken a year and a half to shoot this show that i was about to pitch to the the networks and i was doing a bunch of crystal meth and i wasn't finishing the project one day i go down to the local hardware store and i have to return some items and i don't have one of the items with me so i decide to just take one off the shelf in the store and add it to my returns to see if they would return everything including that if there was going to be some kind of trigger that would they would say no this isn't yours and we're talking about the local hardware store a long time ago over 20 years ago and they you know had like a a paper that was like almost like a like a calculator register that printed out a piece of paper with some digits on it that's it that's all it had there was nothing else and you know i'm not aware of any of it what's good and what's not so i return it they return it and i get the money back and i still got the 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 screwdriver at home light bulb goes off and i start thinking well that was easy what would happen if i actually took something that was good and did that so i went back to the store i bought a power drill like a dewalt drill it's like a 100 bucks and went back the next day mingled into the store, small little hardware store, old lady at the counter. And I just kind of hung around and then just you know, grabbed the, uh, the the wall off the shelf, went back and um, returned it. And they gave me the money back. And now I got this brand new drill at the house and my money back. And so I was like, wow, this is interesting. It's a small hardware store. I can't keep going back to that. What What else is out there? Like what other... are the other stores doing is it is it just this one place and let's go research this and i just started getting more and more interested in this 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 idea that is this really that easy and uh so i was like let's see what home depot is all about and home depot was even better because it was tremendous you can get lost in that place i went there bought a bought a drill I leave you know the guy at the door he's like you know as you're walking out he's got the pen and he's marking it off he looks inside your bag and he barely could care the fuck less what you have but you know that's what he does he just gives it a quick look he doesn't like itemize anything Uh, and they're all the same and he just marks it with the pen and you're on your way and so I leave come back whenever the next day walk in go walk around like I'm shopping grab the same drill off the shelf Shopping and then I just go to the returns to return uh, Aisle and get my money back just all of a sudden. It's like this is crazy like this can't be like this easy and it was and I just started to Continue on this this repeat cycle of just go buy leave return get money back still have new item over and over and over different stores different locations and it was just working like nothing it was just like where is the the real security like how is this possible i mean am i the only one who's who's thinking about this is shoplifters but this is like not shoplifting this is like this is like major theft so to speak you're taking brand new not it's not a screwdriver it's fucking power tools what else can this be done with so i start thinking about best buys and i go into the best buy and purchase leave. But now Best Buy, it's even better. Their their security systems, everything that these these security systems were built for, they actually designed to help me. And I'll I'll, I'll tell you why. Best Buy's upgraded security system is having the guy at the door watching everybody walk in with their returns. And then he's tagging them with a sticker or tag to mark the item as to say that you walked in with this item, you've been seen, you've been scanned, you've been screened, and you are clear with this little tag that he puts on the, the item and then you could go shopping if you wanted, The rest, as long as you got the tag on, nobody's gonna question you about this item because the, the security guy, he saw you walk in with it and he tagged it. Well, fucking A, it, I was buying like these small little things, going back, and I would have like three of them, five of them, whatever it is, small items in a bag, he would tag them all and not only did he tag them but he would tag them in a way that was so easy to remove because they didn't want them to get stuck on the the item when you return it so it made it easier for the return counter to remove them once you put it on the counters but what did i do i walk in he tags them all they're all like half on half off so all i have to do is just slide my finger under the tag remove it slow you know pull it pull it off so it's clean and now it's on my finger and now i'm Shopping. I'm walking around. I got my stuff, and then I just kind of like nonchalantly just like slide that tag onto a thousand dollar flat screen monitor, which was the big thing at the time. And I just kind of slide it on the on that, and now I make it like I'm gonna buy that thing. And I'm shopping around, and the only guy who's you know has an interaction with me is the guy that I, at the front where you know when I first walked in. He's not looking at me. He's looking at everybody else walking in the place, so nobody else knows what i'm doing i'm always paying attention put it in the cart i return the stupid items to so to to follow through on the why i was there doing what i was doing the 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 tag the new tech thousand dollar uh monitor they see it i say no i'm gonna keep it i'm deciding i'm not gonna return it nobody questions it i go to buy stuff now i leave returns get the money back for the small stuff go pick out a couple other small things uh, go up to the register the, the check out buy those get my receipt and now i'm walking out and he sees me walking out but what i was doing was i was buying everything and always having the receipts on me so now if he's checking it's like i had like packs of receipts and these best buy receipts were like thick and annoying and i just had them so he would i would just like distract him with like overwhelm him with receipts if i go back and it's not just him it was anyone uh i'd load up the car and i had all these packs of receipts and i'm buying stuff and i'm you know it's like they're just seeing a guy purchasing stuff and he, he went through the checkout and there's just there's items in there that flat thousand dollar flat screen monitor that i already bought previously returned but i still got the receipt well i hand him receipts and he doesn't want to deal with this shit. there's other people behind me that have to leave he just sees a shitload of receipts stuff in the cart i've already gone through checkout there's nothing else to do here keep it moving and that's and i would just keep it moving and it would just go on and on like that and move back to hollywood and then uh, I, you know, I got all these freaking items, loading up the, my my apartment. I'm like, what do I do with these things? Like, how do I how do I get rivets? Like, they're piling up now, all this brand new shit. So, what did I do? I always wanted to do uh, mail order business before the internet, and now eBay was like the exploding. And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna start get an eBay account. They were selling like freaking hotcakes, man. I was just letting people fight for them. I would just put the auction I wouldn't even put a set price I'd say go for it like you guys fight it out and I started developing like a customer base because people were so happy with what I was you know, the merchandise they were getting for the price they were getting they would like give me orders to go fulfill they would be like can you, you know, I need two more for my office and you know can you do this and I started building a client base a customer base uh, just off of that and wouldn't have to pay the fees to to eBay. And then whatever order they give me, I would just go to the freaking stores and fulfill that order through my little system that was just foolproof, was working like a charm. And it started scaling. And it was like, just picture yourself being able, just picture yourself in life, like just thinking, okay, whatever I need, I'm just gonna go to the store and I'm just gonna go take it. I'm just gonna go get it, like whatever I need, everything I need, I need this, I'm just gonna go to the store and I'll just go take it and it's free. That's exactly how it was for me. Like anything I wanted, I just knew how to get it now. If I needed a comforter for my my bed, I would just go to Macy's. I would buy one, take it home. I'd go to Macy's, take it off the shelf. Same fucking thing. Over, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, over and over and nothing and any, and if they had any kind of little curveball, I just was able to figure it out. I was acting like I was on, you know, business calls. Like you know, all right, you know, as I'm doing checkout, I'm like, all right, I'm leaving now. Set that up, and we'll we'll close this deal when I get there. Shit like that. Whatever, whatever it was. Talking to family. All right, mom, mom, okay, mom, I'm I'm, I'm at the store. I'm leaving now. All right, gotta go. You know. And then they're just like, okay, just put those things. Yeah, that's mine. I already already bought it. Uh, and nobody's questioning anything. It was just, it was just amazing. So now I'm I'm, I'm renting trucks and, and going up and down the coast, the California coast, mapping out all the locations of home Depots, Best Buys, um, department stores. I mean it basically it came down to the to, to the power tools and the computer products. that's pretty much where the two quick moving uh, high profile items that everybody wanted. So I just focused on that and the rest of this stuff was just whatever. So now um, the one time I ran into a snag, uh, eventually it's going to happen. It was Thanksgiving. And so now I was all geared up for a real big run during Black Friday, Thanksgiving weekend. And I knew the places were going to be packed. The stocking, I mean, the shelves were going to be loaded. There was going to be mayhem, confusion, crowds, all the stuff that was going to work in my favor. And so I was geared up and so like literally like I'm having Thanksgiving dinner with my family uh, in the Bay Area at my dad's house. Everybody thinks that I'm uh, I got this thriving eBay business you know all these these products are, and I'm telling them I got to go uh, you know I got to do some shopping uh, you know I'm going to do some stuff I'll be back. Take the truck go start hitting some of the uh, the best buys in the area hit a couple of them loaded up and then this one uh, particular one didn't go my way they had secret shoppers that were that caught on, to, to, that basically I hit their radar, somehow or another, the, whatever I was doing looked suspicious and they, they were filed they were watching me. They, would, they didn't, and, and the thing is, because I was buying like stuff and I had receipts, it, I'm a paying customer to them, I'm not like thug, I'm not like sticking stuff in my jacket and like trying to run and you know, like they're looking at me like I'm, I'm a, a customer and somehow or another, a customer who was trying to get some extra stuff but they didn't want to like turn it into like a an accusation so to speak so they would just like these items these items you're you're good but these they don't match up and we'll you we'll take our stuff back and you can just go about your business and leave take your stuff and, all right so i'll just uh, I'll try to see if i can get that receipt you know maybe it's in the car so <laughs> i'm start. i got a little nervous about it because it's the first time i ever got jammed up but so what do i do as, as i'm leaving i call over the the you know the guys the whatever these these guys were and i am like listen i just want to let you guys know um I'm, I'm with corporate and we're watching you guys to see what you're doing and i just want to let you know like you guys are doing the best job i'm giving a full report you're the first group that was able to uh, spot our uh, secret shoplifters to see if you're doing your job and you're getting a full-blown a a report because you, you're the first ones that actually were able to spot it and uh and handled it perfectly and they were just like thank you they like wow that's great thanks thanks a lot appreciate that and then i left i just felt like i i just felt like um i don't know why i did that but i just i just felt like i had to just can prove some kind of sense of um authority or, or legitimacy i didn't want to leave and and be that black mark on my uh my record so to speak that nothing ever happened the next thing happened that caused the jam was in uh, home depot i was leaving home depot with a cart of stuff and i was getting sloppy i was getting overconfident, strung out i just thought i was invincible and so i had a cart full of stuff they pull it off they start digging they start in- investigating and it's not matching up now they're checking cameras to see what what i was doing in the store and they're calling the cops, cops come. Now, I took a hard line on this one, and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, I bought these items, like, you can do whatever you want. And they're like, well, you know, we're going to check the cameras, we'll do this. Cops there, LAPD. He, he pulls me off to the side, and he's like, listen, he's like, you know, we can do this easy, we can do this hard. He's like, just tell me what's going on, come clean with this, and we'll we'll squash it right here. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I was like, you you got it. I fucked up. What do you want me to say? He's like, all right. He's like, I got this guy. He's like, I'm I'm taking him. So he he takes me. And as if like he's taking me away, he makes me go to my, my SUV. And he's like, open it up. And he opens it up. And I got a shitload of fuck merchandise in there. And he's like, holy shit. He's like, you're a pro, aren't you? He's like, I knew it. He's like, here's this is what we're gonna do. He's like, I'm taking all this, and you're leaving, and I don't want to see your your face here, and I don't want to have to come back, and if I have to come back, it's not gonna end well. But this is going with me, and you're and you're leaving. And I was like, okay. And he robbed me, the LAPD. He took took the merchandise uh, out of fucking out of the truck, and had it for himself. Like that was his now and i was fine with that fine with that transaction and that was it i went and then the next time was didn't end well where i tried again and this time whatever merchandise they had they realized that this shipment just came in and that no way i could have purchased it you know, it just got here today. You couldn't have purchased it the day ago. This isn't matching. We got a problem here. I'm making a big deal about it. Like, you know, this is bullshit. I'm wearing an M- I'm wearing an NYPD hat. I'm trying to come off like as an authority figure. The trade setting goes down. Everybody's sympathetic towards the, the, the police now. So I'm playing that role. It wasn't working. Nothing worked. The cops came. They cuffed me. They took me away they putting me to jail and it's my first time ever being processed they were like you're 20 29 years old and you haven't zero record you've never been arrested you have never gotten in trouble like what the hell are you doing like how did this happen now in your life and i just said you know i'm sorry i fucked up you know what am i going to do I'm, this is not the person i am they're like all right man just give this guy a uh, um like a small bail a couple hundred bucks go have a court date and they, they give me some kind of uh, probation and i squashed that so now this particular phase which had been quite lucrative was kind of coming to an its end as far as like taking that chance uh, again but what did happen was um, because now I've been on this, this crime spree and making this money and the crystal math and I had started to dabble selling it selling crystal small level I started dealing with, these you call them, squatters a bunch of these low lives like just they didn't have no place to live. they were just like squatters street street bugs and and i guess somehow and all you know started gravitating towards me because i was like i had something and now in order for them to pay uh, for this stuff they're bringing mail to me like people's mail and, like telling me this is look i got this i got you know credit card applications i got social i got this got that and then, I was like, whoa, this is heavy duty and talking big game. Like, yeah, you got the, the bank accounts. You know, we could freaking, you know, we could do this. I'll give it to you. You, you could do it. And then I just, they just want like a, a bag of dope in return. So I was just exchanging that. And then through them, they introduced me to was this guy who had, he had been getting, he he was doing big business through credit reports. So now we're talking identity theft. where He's got credit reports that he would pay employees of, of car dealerships and just about anything. The, uh, you know what the big one was? Blockbusters. These freaking, like, you know, minimum wage employ- uh, employees that had all these applications for Blockbuster where it had socials and names, address, socials, birth dates, weird shit for a fucking a video store. They had tons of those, but the big ones was the the car dealerships. The car dealerships, because they're filling out financial credits reports. And they had a mall and he was paying employees to, to take them, make copies of them, whatever it was. But he had stacks of fucking full blown top to bottom credit reports. Uh, he needed a front man. In other words, that's where my role played in. But now this jam took me out and I wasn't as confident and I really didn't want to keep doing it. But he had another proposal. He's like, well, you know, I got these credit reports. All we need to do is just open up credit lines, credit accounts at these stores and then we could just purchase them through the credit lines you just go in as the person and uh, open the accounts, and uh and i was like yeah i could do that i mean yeah let's do that so i was like yeah let's do it but it came down to you had to have the credit reports you had to have all that information we had it and we started you know photoshop uh, fake IDs, out-of-state IDs, mm-hmm. bank checks—we were making it. Just went, it went on and on, as far as like all the avenues we could do. We were setting up uh, accounts online, so there were so many different ways. One of the ways, go into Apple, apply for a credit line. We have 800 credit scores. And all I have to do is memorize the uh, the information that's on there. They they asked me the questions like, what was the bank that you were uh, you financed your last lease with? They, you know, they did some kind of protocol where they put me on the phone with the financial department, and he would ask me questions that were on my credit report that only the person that had the report would be able to answer. I had it memorized. I answered it. And uh, I get the credit lines, no problem. Now I can just basically walk around the store with a credit line and just pick whatever I want and just, they can help me bring it to the car. <laughs> they can, I can load it up and have somebody uh, get it to the car for me, cause it was all just mine now. And that's what we were doing. And we had, we had businesses that were buying the stuff from us immediately. Like they, we were giving it to them for, for half the price. And they were they were paying like like seventy five percent of what it was, they were getting it for fifty percent, and so it was a deal for them. They took whatever we had, and so it was immediately like soon as the stuff was 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 had, it was immediately set up, purchased immediately. There was nothing else to do uh, at that point. It was they would take whatever we wanted, whatever we can get them. They were they were taking, and we were getting it to them. The other revenue was uh, opening up accounts online, having stuff shipped to the location so now what we would do with this is we would have it shipped to the person's house that's on the report that has the credit line and we would uh have it fedexed whatever and we would go park in front of the house i would park in front of the house he would have a shipment coming in if we had other uh people working for us that had uh shipments coming in and everybody would roll park up in front of the house the location where everything was going spread out and as soon as the truck pulls, you know, you see the truck pulling down the block. Now you, you act like you are the homeowner. The guy pulls up and I'm like, holy shit, you know, he's about to leave, about to go to work. Good timing. How you doing? And he'd ask like, what's your name? You know, name. And then tell him, you know, Johnson. Here, oh, here you go. Thanks. Have a great day. Computers. Boom, boom, boom. Laptops. Boom, boom, boom. Then all of a sudden, like the security... You know things started getting a little you know identity theft wasn't a, wasn't a known thing at the time this was all like on the underground before it surfaced as being an epidemic so to speak so now there was some stuff going on where people were like starting to like you know i didn't order this i didn't do that and so now fedex their next step was you make you know when you drop stuff off make you need to ask for identification if that person is uh saying who they are well well we had the ids so now waiting for the tripments guy shows up okay like, hey, can i see some id sure no problem here boom show it to him okay thanks that's all he needed to see he's not gonna sit there and fucking scrutinize it photoshop it became very skillful at that bank checks we would have people with everybody takes bank checks and from accounts that we knew were, were healthy we would print we would create these bank checks on laser printers and they looked fantastic and people would take them into check cashing uh, places and get the cash Right there, we would take them into casinos. The casinos would—they would, didn't even ask for too much stuff. Had a whole crew, and uh, the the casinos would take it, the bank checks. So that was like straight up money coming right into you know exchange for money. The laptops, the the computers, the apples. The, I mean, it just it just went on and on, and it, it just it was a full blown, full scaled operation. The only thing that 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 got me out of that was the fact that I knew a that eventually that it was gonna there was gonna just eventually be a day where they were gonna be waiting or a day that it just didn't work out like it was for me prior to that. And so I knew every time it was getting riskier and riskier and the more that we were doing, the more like that they were gonna start like looking for this because it was becoming rampant. And so what happened was is that I recognized the opportunity to scale the crystal business and went with that. And because I now was making connections, and I was able to actually connect myself with one of the suppliers that was having like direct connection with the Mexican um, cartel distribution. And they had um, created like like in the show Breaking Bad they had created a product that was unlike any other it was like it was 90% something pure it was not from the bikers homemade stuff in garages it was like super laboratories that were making this just like in the show and nobody had seen this this product before just like in the show it wasn't blue but it was uh, like icebergs like it was like bricks iceberg bricks i don't know how else to explain it but nobody had seen this ever and I was like oh, this is gonna be a fucking a monster of a money maker. I'm about to get fucking very very rich. That's, I was like we're done here with this, this business. Me and the, uh, the partner, he was so shady like I couldn't trust him. I'm gonna start scaling this business. It's where now I was just full-blown criminal. I wasn't happy with myself. I mean, I was doing all this, making a bunch of money, and all my self-worth, self-esteem started just slowly breaking off. Um, I was surrounded by thugs. It was not, I knew it was bad. I knew it was really bad. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let's pick it up from the next one. There's a lot more shit that took place, a lot. Thank you for tuning in to the Fail Academy Podcast. If you like it so far, please subscribe and leave a rating. Let's get this thing off the ground.